Hey, hey, how do you do, citizens of internet? Look who's returned again. It's your favorite host, Harshal Ji, coming right back at you with a brand new episode of ML Shots. As usual, I've been scouring the web's boundless space, refreshing my feet at a lightning pace, lurking on Reddit to keep up with the latest race, and diving into more YouTube rabbit holes than I can even trace, just so I could bring you the juiciest, most tenderly marinated machine learning, artificial intelligence, concepts, trends, and research, grilled to perfection, and served up to you on a silver platter in under 10 minutes. So buckle up buttercup and get ready to be shorted on some machine learning buzz. Today we'll be talking about large language models or LLMs for short and the hot new app that is taking over the internet, ChatGPT. A quick preface that I am no way related to OpenAI and neither do I represent the authors whose amazing research we will be discussing. First of all, a language model is basically like a next word predictor. Think of your favorite autocomplete system. It anticipates what the next words are going to be for a partially typed out sentence. Now, large language models are basically the same autocomplete systems, but on steroids and much, much more capable. So they can not only predict the next few words, but they can basically predict an entire story from just a title, or they can generate a two-character manuscript for a thriller drama from just the character and plot description. Now that we have a basic definition of a large language model, I want to take a minute to talk about ChatGPT where GPT stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformers. Transformers are basically a family of models which are very good at generative tasks. A generative task is when the model is forced to produce a new piece of text, a new content of image or a new video, everything from its parameters and nothing more. This model was developed by OpenAI, which is very good at instruction following in addition to the next token prediction or autocomplete like behavior of a language model we just discussed. This instruction following capability is acquired through three distinct stages of model training that we now cover. The first one being pre-training, the second one, supervised fine tuning, and finally RLHF or reinforcement learning with human feedback. Let's talk about how such models are trained. We turn to the field of unsupervised pre-training. The internet is an extensive source of text. It contains all kinds of text, short text, long text, different topics, different genres, different sentiments. This is a very useful data source. It can be, of course, very, very noisy, but for unsupervised training, an extensive source is more important than a human-labeled, very, very clean data source. The way we turn this into actual training input for the model is by blanking out certain spans of words in a sentence. For instance, let's say there's a sentence like, hello, welcome to Miami. Now the input to the model could be, hello, welcome to, and the output could be Miami. So in this way, we blanked out the token Miami and we forced the model to generate the word Miami when the input is hello, welcome to. This way we create hundreds and hundreds of millions of pairs of input sentence and completions. This is the training set that is sent to the unsupervised pre-training algorithm. Now the pre-training procedure gives us a very good baseline or a starting language model, which when provided with a partial sentence or a prompt can easily complete it into something meaningful. But there's one problem. There's no way to control what the model generates. 
there's no way to give it instructions on like hey tell me something positive or hey tell me something negative now there is a whole area of field called prompt engineering which is basically saying that i'm going to be clever in providing the initial sentence or the prompt so the model generates something exactly what i want like if i want something in the positive sentiment like maybe i'm writing a positive review for a hotel that i stayed at i'm going to prompt my model in such a way that it gives me a positive response but this is very human driven very tedious and can be often very error prone to solve this problem we turn to a new technique called supervised fine tuning in this approach we employ hundreds and thousands of raters or human labelers maybe even the order of millions of raters to create a very synthetic golden data set comprising of actual questions and prompts that users ask a model but the caveat being that the human raters actually generate the response so for instance let's say i want a synthetic data point about weekend trips so my question to the human raters could be plan a weekend trip for me in los angeles and the human rater would actually write on a very good response for a weekend trip in los angeles this is very high in cost and but very good in quality this data set is called um, a golden data set or a supervised data set and we use this to further continue the model training in what we call as a supervised fine tuning now to develop something as generic and widely used as chatgpt which can solve math problems answer a bar exam set a medical exam set and so on we cannot have human raters generate responses and type these out for all kinds of scenarios and situations that would be both extremely costly and computationally intractable to solve this problem we turn to yet another field of machine learning called reinforcement learning this is an area of ml where we teach machines to do things by letting the machine fail and learn by trial and error One of the most important ingredient in this recipe is a reward model which can tell the system when it messed up or when it did good. Note this reward model is a different and distinct model as compared to the original language model or our original system. All right, so we now need a reward model. Let's talk about how such a model can be developed. Coming back to our working example of a user asking the chatbot, "Plan a weekend trip for me to Los Angeles." Now, instead of having a human rater generate an ideal good text response, we simply call a language model to generate different responses this technique of having the same language model generate different responses is a process called decoding think of decoding as a sampling process where it generates the next token in a sentence probabilistically thus giving rise to different responses now we have a rater to simply rate which response is good and fits the question well or which are bad this way instead of having the rater generate and type out an entire response we only ask them to rate or rank the language model outputs All right, now let's do a quick check. We have our original language model which we hope is very rich and can follow instructions. This model is going to be our chatbot with which actual users would talk. And this was first trained via pre-training on the entire unsupervised corpus of internet and then by supervised fine tuning where human raters generated ideal good responses. And now we have a second system, the reward model, which is very good at ranking language model outputs on a scale of good if it fits and answers the user question or bad if it doesn't. These are the two things we need to run a reinforcement learning recipe. The actor is the language model/chatbot and the reward model would reinforce good actions or good generations by this chatbot so that we can further improve the language model through trial and error. This entire recipe is called reinforcement learning with human feedback or RLHF and is supposed to be the key ingredient which makes ChatGPT so good. 
All right, folks, we've reached the end of episode six of ML Shots. I've got you covered with all the paper links you need to dive deeper into this machine learning madness. And as always, I'm your host, Harshal Ji, signing off until next time. Stay curious, stay hungry, and stay nerdy. And now, this.